Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind, where we get real world insights on winning from people who have accomplished amazing things. I'm your host, Larry Wydell, and let's get going. I'm here with Tom Safford. Tom is in financial services, and he's down in Naples today, getting ready to head back up to, to uh, his home base up in Philadelphia. By the way, you know, my grandfather was from Camden, right across the Oh, water. really? I grew up going to uh, Philadelphia. Better then than now. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about it. <laughs> I, trust me, I don't go back to see the old homestead. <laughs> Wise choice. Yes. Uh, uh, when we go, uh, we look at the, the size, the breadth of your having nine over 900 offices and uh, 14 billion asset center management and all the other product lines are obviously as uh, uh, strong, huge. Uh, to keep the momentum going on that and to you be the guy, that's quite a transition that you went through from helping, but the fact that you've been seeing it your dad evolved for the beginning that really prepared you to take over especially that your uh, uh, brother was first born he was in line and he went off and uh, he was over in the UK with us yep. uh, and he stayed he had an extended stay of building a business and everything over there now but we won't get into Bob Jr but a fantastic person but it the slot came open or you made it open <laughs> or you elbowed everybody else out of the way. How is it to take, uh, you know, to move up and be out of four siblings to be the one that takes over the family business and is now running it? That's, that, that is kind of a touch and go transition, isn't it? Well, I mean, it can be. Fortunately, I've got great brothers and sisters that, that understand. And again, like I said, my dad kind of uh, uh, prepared us that we each had to be able to make sure we stand on our own two feet. Um, and, and, and every I, I say this to my kids all the time. Of course, now that they're 30, 29 and 28, um, I don't have to say it as much as I did before. Um, but them all growing up, I said, listen, life is just a series of decisions and every single decision has a consequence. And that consequence is either a good one or a bad one, but they all have consequences. So be careful of your decisions. Of course, for me, the biggest uh, decision that uh, any, uh, in, in my case, any man can make is who they choose to uh, choose as a bride. And so, you know, I've been so fortunate that I made the right decision with Leela and here 41 years later, uh, you know, we started dating when we were 18 and 41 years later at soon to be 60, um, you know, life has turned out the way we dreamt it would as 18 year olds. Um, but the evolution I got to see kind of Larry was had its like every every uh, another principle dad uh, taught me I, I, like you, I was thinking of writing books that I never got around to it. And it was really yeah. books of some of his sayings that he lived by and then kind of examples of how that worked. But one of them was you know, every adversity carries with it the seed of equivalent benefit. Um, so, and like, repeat, repeat that. We, we, sure, every adversity 
yeah. carries with it the seed of equivalent benefit. So you could be dealing with all this crud right now, but look, look for the value in that crud as to how you're going to use that as a strength or use that uh, for your uh, benefit later. Um, and, and that's a principle that for me was huge and for my kids was huge because, you know, as kids, you know, you have uh, my kids, a couple of them had dreams of really being kind of pro athletes or very high level athletes. Uh, and injuries took them down uh, a, a peg. And every time, or for most people, would take them down a peg. And every time something would happen, we'd say to him, like my middle son, Scotty, who tore his first ACL when he was 10 years old, um, I said, we said to him, okay, Scotty, this is an adversity that you had to deal with. Now, the benefit you're looking for is what else is in Scotty Safford that you could pull out there that you didn't know? And then he found out he had the love of uh, the love of music and the love of singing and the love of acting stuff that he would, wouldn't do because otherwise he'd be on the playing fields um, that now he got to cultivate and use uh, to his advantage. Um, and so that teaching, I was an Andrew Carnegie teaching. And I mean, it just made it makes a huge difference in my life. So, so right after we had started the business as a family, uh, you knew my mother, Larry, and uh, you know, she got sick right quick. And so in right. the first two years, she got sick and really took her a seven year battle before we lost her. And so through that process, there was a lot of dads there for the first two years of it. Um, and then dad wasn't there a whole heck of a lot. My brother wasn't there a whole heck of a lot. So really, when I graduated college and I'm 23 years old, there were so many parts of the business that I was already in charge of that right. when the that when dad finally passed 10 years ago, and that that figurehead or that strength was gone. I'd already been doing it parts of it since then. And then when when dad and my brother went to the UK in the early 2000s, you know, at that point, we had a, a you know, a very big business and um, they were handling the new and I was taking care of the old so that that evolution was there and the relationships I built with all the people while my dad and my brother weren't there. Uh, you know, carries us through. So when you talk about, man, you got all these product lines and sources of income uh, that we have now, how, like how do we control it all with just Leela and myself and, and one admin? Well, we've got, we've got great people and we're, and we're really good at spinning plates. And just to make sure that we give enough, uh, enough time to people uh, in order to keep that plate spinning. But when they really need a lot of time, like, you know, you and I both know uh, sometimes people can take time. And I, you know, I was on the, uh, you know, before this, I was on the uh, phone for an hour with someone who simply wanted to uh, vent their frustration over something. And you try to, and, and they're a big, they're a big uh, builder of ours. And so you, you, you want to make sure that, uh, that they continue to keep the eye on what keeps them focused. Um, and so at this stage of the game, uh, keeping people's focus at where it needs to be is really uh, is really what the strength of what we do. And when we lost dad, um, again, those relationships made a difference, but also the goal setting stuff I learned as a kid made a big difference because I said, okay, here we've got this business that it's gotten this far. Now, now there's some changes we need to make, some things we want to do differently. Frankly, things that I was never able allowed to do before. 
um, let's make some changes. Let's let's make sure that our focus is what it needs to be to sustain itself on a balanced business. Where's the market heading? Where's the financial services heading? What should we do? Brainstorming. Leela is great at doing that kind of stuff. So we kind of put those two heads together uh, in concert with our biggest people and said, uh, you know, here's where, where, where are you headed? How can we help you head to where you want to go? And I think any great leader, any great manager finds out what their people want and finds a way to help them to get it. I think most, most managers do a lousy job of finding out what their employees want and what their employees are, are fighting for in life. Surely it's not just to get the paycheck at the end of the week. It's something greater and something bigger. Uh, And so, you know, we did that, found out what that bigger was and what that better was. And so there's no surprise that some of our biggest people in our company today all are growing at the same time Leela and I are growing. And then it's popcorn effect. Uh, And so that's what we've got going on right now, popcorn effect. Now, talk about that. Okay, every adversity carries with it the seed of equivalent benefit. Yes, yeah, equivalent benefit of equivalent benefit. Now, in ten years of being in control, I wanted to ask you this: You've been in, you know, you've been running it. Your dad's been gone for 10, 10 years now. How is the business? Businesses, like you were, you're at over nine hundred offices now. Yeah, we had five. We had five hundred and forty offices when Dad died. You know, so we're up three hundred and sixty, uh, three hundred and seventy offices. Um, our assets under management when dad died were just about uh, just a little over six billion. Here we are at 14 billion today. Wow. Um, our, our annual uh, on the investment side of our equation, our uh, annual uh, new volume was about 1.3 billion and we're at 4.5 billion today. Um, so, you know, revenues uh, have really uh, taken off because of it. Um, and, um, and, and through that process, um, it's, it's been great for us. It's been great for the business. It's been great for my siblings. Um, so, you know, everybody has been able to benefit, which is wonderful for all of us. Unbelievable. And so that's got to give you great confidence to to build your own track record like that. And so when you had one thing you can't do when you get one of your big key, uh, people, on the phone with you and they're they're raging uh i guess you had experience with that handling your dad but yep. uh one thing you don't do is say grow up <laughs> yeah Shay, look listen to yourself you know you, you don't uh get anywhere you gotta have kid kid gloves and you know that's that uh brings up a point tom that i mention frequently on here because it's such a myth that big time leaders, super successful people never get pissed off and, and make excuses and whine and, and, uh, you know, you know, they never complain. It's like, who are you kidding? Some of the biggest whiner, complainer, groaners I know in the world are the wealthiest people I know. But the thing is, don't pay it like you said. Don't pay attention to the explosion. Uh, watch what happens after. Okay. Yeah. After the 
after the uh, steam goes out in the head, uh, you know, and they vented and this, that, and the other, it's amazing how quickly they go, they click it into another uh, gear, they come up with something they hadn't thought of before, they, they make a move, and it's just like a total, complete turnaround, you know, in a yeah. short period of time. So, uh, you know, everybody's going to get, you know, have situations get the best of them. Because we're all running into different situations we never had to deal with before. If you're growing, you know. Exactly right. And uh, and and again, so some of the, as I said, dad was learning uh, who he be, he was to become and yeah. through all those processes. So Albert Gray is, is a guy that we had a lot of learnings from. And, you know, and he said. Albert, Albert Gray. Al, Albert Gray, G-R-A-Y, Albert Gray. He was uh, the uh, certified life underwriters uh, at one point. And he wrote a, he wrote a paper. Uh, it's a PDF. You can pull it down. It's free, uh, but some great principles in there. Uh, in but in the process of it, he kind of did a study of what successes, uh, what what made people successful and what made people, you know, failures. And uh, you know, he said successes uh, do the things that failures don't like to do. I told you that already. Right. But he said uh, he said when you really look at it, the very things that failures hate to do successes hate to do they just do them anyway and through that process because you know where you're headed and when you know where you're headed and you know what the goals are then it's okay to go through that crap but if you don't know where you're headed and you're a listless ship i'm sure you know in today's world elon musk knows exactly where he's taking twitter right exactly what it's going to be like when they go to the uh, not only go to the moon but go yeah. to mars and he knows exactly all that kind of stuff it's in his mind he's already he's already seen it and my dad was great at, at learning from others and what the great deacon davis said to him a former harlem, uh, harlem globetrotter he says uh, that you have to that you have to see it with your eyes. You have to seize yeah. it before you yeah. seize it. Uh, and so I, I think most people don't see it. They, they don't open their mind to the possibilities. And my dad had a great saying, we opened up every one of our, uh, kind of our new business orientations with every time he said, just remember the mind is like a parachute. It only really works when it's open. Yeah. And and, uh, and so open up mind to the possibilities. And when you open it up to the possibilities, uh, then you say to yourself, you're, you're like, you know, P.T. Barnum. And you say to yourself, my gosh, I, the world is your oyster. You can really you can really uh, bend it and mold it and shape it any way you decide to, yeah. which you've done a fabulous job of. Thank you. That wraps up this episode. Consider leaving a rating and review if you like what you heard. In addition, I have a free video for you and it contains my best insights from 20 years of running my own business and also coaching million dollar earners. You'll find it at whiteellonwinning.com forward slash webinar. Thanks for listening and do it big.